and welcome to, welcome back to One on One with Ryan Mitchell, now that I can actually use my full name. Yeah. Yay. 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 It sounds more official. Yay. Yeah. I'm a real person. <laughs> I am alive. <laughs> and here alive with me as well. Hey, Jackie. Hi. What's up? Not, not a whole lot. Honestly, I've only been awake for... Well, four hours, maybe. Four and a half hours. Fair. I've also been only up about four hours. Good. Yeah. We're very functional adults. If we wanted, we could have done this at like 3 a.m. last night. I mean, yes. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Fucking night owls over here. It's fine. So, well, I've already asked you how's your week because yes. we just recorded SFP, so we're yes. just doing this back to back. Yes. Uh, so, so listen to that. If listen you... to that if you want to know what she's been up to. Uh, but uh, let's let's get right into this. Let's first question. Okay. How did we meet? Anime club, and I mean, like, it's one of those things or. For a long time, Anime Club was very small. Yeah. And so, like, I knew who you and Lindsay and Tanner were, even if we had never actually interacted. We never, we never hung out, because almost every time, uh, and I remember, I always wanted to hang out a bit more after after uh, Club, mm-hmm. but almost every time, because uh, uh, we would leave almost immediately after mm-hmm. Club. Mm-hmm. Like, we would hang out for a few minutes, and then take off. No, but it was every, like, every Friday, we would go out to eat. Because of me, because I'm hungry all the goddamn time. <laughs> like, that's honestly how that started, is because yeah. I was a hungry bitch, and I wanted to go out to eat. You, you wanted to go to consume. Exactly, and so then it just kind of became a bigger thing. But yeah, it's so like, I always knew who you guys were, and like, I know Maddie went up with you guys at least once for Anime-thon, and like, all this stuff, and then I moved to Edmonton, and it's like, it's like oh, bye. by the way... By the way, we're hanging out with Ryan, Tanner, and Lindsay now. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> why after I leave? So just how things work. Uh, and then I came back. And you guys would drive me to clubs sometimes. Because we, we live close together. We just down the street beforehand. And yeah. And then just kind of gone from there. Yeah, more or less. Uh, there were some unforeseen circumstances as to why we didn't hung, hang out sooner, but we won't go into those. <laughs> oh, throw, a little, throw a little shade out there. <laughs> you know who you are. Uh, you're also not listening. I know. You're going to say, like, are we sure? I know that for a fact. Oh, uh, boy. So, for as long as I've known you... Mm-hmm. A year or so, Re- two. really two, two years. years, two years. It'll I really, two really years gotten to know you in December. Yeah, we've moved back, so almost two years. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you have been uh, working on a book, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, uh, and all that, all that. So, oh, my my question here is, what got you into like reading and writing? Oh boy. Okay. Well, reading, I don't know. I've just always like to read like there's a story that my parents like to tell that when i was very small like in a stroller didn't speak words small my mom went to like a walmart or something and pushed me past the book aisle i reached for a book and so my mom steered me away and that was the first time she ever heard me cry in public 
Wow. So, apparently that's just... It, you were just born to read. Apparently. Um, yeah, like, I liked reading in school, and my parents bought me books, and or got books from the library. Like, I went to the library a lot when I was a kid. Um, so, I don't know, just reading has always just been a thing that I have done. Um, writing... I remember specifically in grade four, I had this one teacher where we had like this year long thing that we did. It was, um, she would have a theme for us and we would write short stories Mm. on it. And, but it was like this whole big involved thing. Like we learned how to do like, um, idea webs and like character stuff, like very involved stuff for grade four. (laughs) So this was like a creative writing class. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was like a thing that we did. Um, like every month or something like that. I can't remember exactly how often because grade four was a very long time ago. Um, oh god, I would have been nine. So that was twenty years ago. Twenty years ago that I did this. This <laughs> is really funny in context. Twenty years ago, I was two. Yes, you were a small baby. Um, but yeah, so it was like it was just this whole big thing where we would have to write stories, and I distinctly remember two, which is. It's so funny because they're both, like, horror stories, which I don't write at all. But there was one, it was a Halloween one, specifically. Yeah. About uh, this girl who has to take her little brother to, like, a haunted house. And he's, I don't remember what she's dressed up as, but he's dressed up as a vampire. And at one point, she kind of, like, loses him in this haunted house. And then he, but then she finds him again later, and it's all good. But that turns out that it's actually secretly a little vampire boy who just happens to look like her brother. And her brother is lost in the haunted house. Oh no. And like that's all that happened. Like that's I don't know what the actual story was, but that's what I remember. And then there was another one of like a haunted house. But it wasn't like it was a ghost, but it was also kind of like a demon, I guess. I don't know. It had more of a physical form mm. than a ghost usually does. And those are the two that I remember distinctly. And I don't know why those are the ones that I remember when theoretically I wrote like at least nine or ten of these stories <laughs> but whatever this is I, one that stuck out yes and so yeah. i really enjoyed that and then the thing is i don't really remember what else i wrote like outside of that i know i did write things but i don't know what it wasn't until high school when i found out that fan fiction was a thing <laughs> uh, <laughs> where i did a lot of writing uh <laughs> That seems to be the case for a lot of people within our uh, our, friend our friend group. Oh yeah, this is a thing that we can do. Yeah, so I wrote a lot. Like I didn't post most of it. Like there, I have so many that's just like a half-formed idea or They're like sitting a first on chapter. a hard drive yeah. somewhere. But I mean, there are a few out there. <laughs> you could, if you tried really hard, you could theoretically find there is uh, a CSI one-shot that Ooh, exists. Fun. And the first chapter of a different CSI fanfic that I posted. But did not complete, guys. No. No, there was one chapter. And I don't know how much past that I actually wrote. (laughs) Maybe a second chapter. Um, And then there's like... I'm trying to remember if I actually posted this or if I just thought about posting it. But there's like the first chapter of like a Harry Potter fanfic. Because of course there is like... There has to be a Harry Potter fanfic. Everyone has a Harry Potter fanfic. Except for me because I didn't do it. Yeah. I did, like, a couple chapters of a League of Legends one. Mm-hmm. 
That's fine. Never went anywhere. Um, I think that's all I really have for posted, but there's like a whole bunch of other like non-posted things. Like there was another CSI, no, no. Not another CSI one. A Criminal Minds one that I was writing. <laughs> the other one. Uh, there was a Harry Potter one that I was like co-writing with a friend that we never did anything with. There was a an, an MCU one that was like the Thor movies. Um, and then I have a ton of Captain America fanfic that I will eventually actually finish, but like I'm trying to write an actual book right now. <laughs> They all say that. I've I've had many car rides with Lindsay and Tanner where they talk about their grandiose ideas for their fan fictions and all of this and that. Like, yeah, but are you guys gonna write it? No. Well, the thing is, like, most of this has like actually started. Like, I have several of them have like at least one chapter. It's just like I've taken a break from it all to write my to write your actual book. Yeah. So once that book is done, then I can go back to the fan fiction. Yeah, it's all stuff that I've started. It's just like. I've been focusing on other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so fan fiction was really like what gave me the kick in the pants to write more. Oh yeah, I had a fucking um, Big Wolf on Campus fanfic that I started that never got posted anywhere. Oh no. What else? I'm sure there's more that I just can't remember, but it's just like there's so much random shit. <laughs> I was like, yes, I will write a chapter of this. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll just jump to this one because we're talking about fan fiction. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, what was the first fan fiction you read? Oh, fuck. I know it was Harry Potter, but I don't know. Like, I couldn't tell you, you couldn't, what <laughs> fan it, it was. It was. A, it was a Harry Potter one. Yeah. So then, uh, was your fave fan fiction you've come across? Oh. Good or bad? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Well, I mean, okay. I There's didn't... not a lot of good, I know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Terrible. What I found interesting, actually, I don't know if it's specifically the fandom that I'm in now, or if it's AO3 specifically, that seems to foster much better fanfiction oh, than you, when I you was younger. Oh, you look back at, like, fanfiction.net and how... Oh, God, oh, it was so bad. bad. <laughs> it was so bad. Like, I remember, if you wanted to even just, like, submit your own fanfiction, you had to reformat it. Like, mm-hmm. you, you post, you, you copy-paste normally. Mm-hmm. And then you have to reformat it because it's all the formatting you did on Word? Fuck you. Yeah. That shit's gone now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's the thing. is like, it might have been Justine, actually, who informed me that there is this wonderful world of fanfiction where I could read Harry Potter stories while we waited for the next books to come out. I, but I could not tell you what the first one I ever read was. Like, it's one of those things where it's like people are like, Oh yeah, I remember the first time I read this thing, or yeah. the first time I ever saw a movie with a queer character in it, and I'm just like, I don't fucking know. I don't know. It, it happened. Just, it just happened. <laughs> it happened, but I don't remember. Um, as for, like, the thing is, like, I don't generally remember the worst, unless it makes me angry. <laughs> um, but it's not necessarily that it's badly written, it's just when people don't I'm spoiled now that I'm on AO3 and they have all these tags. And when people don't tag things properly, oh God. it makes me very angry. Because, like, one of the things... Mpreg. I cannot... Oh, I no! I cannot do Mpreg. I can't do no. it. No! It makes me uncomfortable. It's the worst. It's the worst like, one. It's just... It's bad. And, unfortunately, a lot of ABO fics have Mpreg. And, like, I like 
aspects of ABO, but like I don't like the MPreg stuff. So I have to be very careful to check the tags before I read anything. And there's this one that I was reading and I was really enjoying that wasn't tagged MPreg until I got to like the last chapter. Bam! It and then it was, and, and then, and I was like, oh, and then it turns out that it was actually part one of a series and it hadn't been tagged as part of a series and I'm just like, why? Why would you do this How to me? dare you? I was so mad. I was just like so truly bitter. That was like probably over a year ago. I still am just like, how dare you? (laughs) I shake my fist at you, you bastard. Yeah. That Um, just reminds me of like all those people. Like, generally, when I look at the tags, just give me the bare essentials. mm -hmm. I don't want the life story. (laughs) Like, this is dumb. I made this thing dumb. Like, I don't care. Just tag the bullshit so I can look at your bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I was so bitter about that stupid thing. Oh, I also forgot there was a period of time. So, like, now. Real person fiction makes me kind of uncomfortable. Like, I understand people, like, whatever, write it, I don't give a shit, but I'm not going to read it because it's just kind of like, these are real, actual people whose lives you're playing with. Yeah. Uh, But in high school, I did not have those qualms. You did not have the limiter. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Because there was a brief period of time. It's weird talking to someone who is so much younger than me. Was Quazilla a thing for you? Okay, so the premise Maybe. of this website was to make quizzes as the name yes. suggests. Yes. Okay, yeah, I but do know of this. For some goddamn reason, <laughs> people took it over and turned it into a fan fiction site. Okay. And so, like, you would just write your fic in the body of the quiz, and then it would just be like, you just have to, there'd be one selection to just go to the next chapter and it would just be like go to next yeah yeah okay i do know this i yes. don't know why this happened <laughs> this this makes me think of like the expanding brain meme. <laughs> it's like like role playing on a discord or a skype is like the basic like tiny yeah. brain and then like it goes all the way to like <laughs> role playing uh furry porn in uh fucking <laughs> Facebook like six o'clock news comments <laughs> It's like take over a site to write fanfiction. Yeah. Um but there was a very specific type of fanfiction that I read on that website and it was banned fanfiction. Ooh, those ones are fun. Uh Ooh. yes. And I very distinctly remember that I read My Chemical Romance fanfiction and the used fanfiction. <laughs> and then sometimes there would be crossovers. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> this is the real shit! Oh, it's so ridiculous. And so, like, I very distinctly remember reading that stuff. And there's one story, like, I don't even remember most of it, but just, just different aspects of it, like, stick in my mind, like, over a decade later. <laughs> Of, like, it was also a big thing to post your character's outfits yeah, in the body one, one of the description. thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And I just very distinctly remember all of this happening. And I'm just like... But there was a lot of bad stuff. <laughs> like, just truly yeah. terrible. Because there's no... Obviously, there's no tagging system on this. No. No, it's the Wild West. Before. It's fucking whatever. <laughs> um... So, yeah, that was an interesting adventure. 
Um, but yeah, it was weird. Like, I managed to find like some pretty good stuff on there, even though it was pure Just, insanity. Yeah. Um, it was fanfiction.net that was the worst offender <laughs> for just like trash. Just absolutely so badly written. Um, and as for like the best fanfic I've ever read, that's so hard. I read so much of well, it. I, I guess I'll rephrase it. What are some Shit. of your favorites that you've come across? Oh boy, oh boy. Um. I feel like I just need to go into my fucking bookmarks and be like, hmm, what did I enjoy? <sighs> What's worth saving? Yeah, because there's so much. Um, there's this one, it was interesting, it was one that like, it was a good fan fiction. Like, it was well written, I really enjoyed it. But it wasn't one that I was like, I need to save this to read it again. Um, but then the author was like, hey, so I have a publishing company who's interested in this as like an original story so it's probably gonna get taken down soon so if you want to save it download it and i was just like it's fine i've read it i don't need to download it and then i found out uh that i like i just by happenstance i came across the book that it's actually going to be it's like purely by happenstance and so now i follow the author on twitter and now i'm kind of like i kind of wish I had saved the download so, like, I could compare. Compare and contrast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I just remember I was reading, because I get uh, emails from a couple different publishing companies on, like, books that are coming up soon. And I'm reading the, like, the back cover copy. And I read the first paragraph. And I'm like, that kind of sounds like that Stucky fan fiction I read. And then I keep going and I'm like, holy shit, it is that Stucky fan fiction that I read. <laughs> Dunna. So, I mean, that was pretty great, because, like, obviously, it was good enough to get published. Um, oh, shit. Uh, to just go off a tangent a yeah, little bit. sure. I have, I wrote down here a question that just says, Stucky? <laughs> Perfect. So, Amazing. do you want to explain to the folks at home what Stucky is? Oh, boy. Just and why you all are of a my big fan. Revealing all of my dark secrets. Deep, dark to the secrets. Um, okay, Stucky stands for Steve Rogers and Bucky Barnes from the Captain America movies. Um, I don't even know why I got so into this pairing. Invested in yeah. it. Yeah. Because, like... So there was that whole phase, there was like the Harry Potter fanfiction phase, and there was like the band real person fic phase, and then in university, like I completely fell off of fanfiction, like I didn't read anything. Usually that's the time when people just die for the fuck yeah. in, no, ignore I, my exams. No, I know. No, I think it's because I actually had more than three friends who I actually liked hanging out with. That so that'll I, help. That so helps. I didn't read as much fanfiction. Um... And then, and yeah, this was even before I was like really into the MCU, but Jordan and I went to see a movie, and I don't even know which one it was, but there was a trailer for the Winter Soldier movie, and I was like, oh, that looks really good, it's coming out really close to my birthday, we should go see it as part of my birthday celebrations. Mm. So I watched the first Captain America movie like a couple days before, just in preparation, because I didn't know what the fuck I was getting into. And then we went to see the Winter Soldier, and it was like the greatest thing that had happened to me at that point, apparently, because, like, 
I am way too obsessed with that. So here, here's the thing: when I saw Winter Soldier, uh, that scene at the end, mm-hmm. watching that, I was like, "All right, this is uh, this is the this is the scene that has created millions of shippers." <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm uh, with you to the end of the line. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, you are, bud. Um, and then I think I just I was. I just really needed to read Bucky Barnes being happy. <laughs> like that's that's where the <laughs> to be whole fair, he had from. a rough time. He, he had a real rough go. So, um, he was on the grassy knoll. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> um, so I just kind of went on, and I don't even remember what the first thing I like, what the first fic I read was. I just. I specifically Lemon. searched out. No, it wasn't. <laughs> that is such an old term. Holy shit! Holy I know my. Shit. I know my stuff. Um, and I just yeah. So I just was like, it was basically exactly what I needed. It was just like after the events of that movie, Bucky finds Steve again and just kind of like gets helped. Like, that's it. It was just, like, Bucky getting help. And it was very sweet and adorable, and I loved it. And so I kind of... The Beatles' help plays in the background. Yes. And I just, like, continued down that vein, and obviously, like, for very logical reasons, Stucky is, like, one of the biggest ships. Like, it makes sense. And it so it just kind of went from genfic into... Slashfic. That's such an old fucking term. But um, that's what it is. And I just kind of, like, wandered... Down that path, all because Bucky Barnes really needs to be happy. <laughs> and now, here we are. Here we are in four years later. <laughs> and Ugh. that's all I do with my time, pretty much. Other like I write, and, like I, I have so many published novels I need to read, but I'm like. I can just read fan fiction instead. As if it's faster. As if there aren't, like, fics that are 200,000 words long. They're, like, there, twice the size of a novel. It's fine. It doesn't count no, as reading. No, but it's faster, though. Yeah, it doesn't count as reading if it's not actually... It's real. not reading if it's fan fiction. It's not real. Yeah. Fuck, it's so stupid. Like, I'll be like, no, I have to, you know, like, I have to write. I have to, like, do all this stuff. The idiot brain telling you, yeah. but it's faster, though. Yeah, like, and it's oh, just it's like, not. no, I have to write. I just have to get this done. I don't have time to read a book. But I'm just going to look at my phone, see what kind of fanfic is out right now. Like, I don't Ooh, know. update. Yeah, exactly. It's so, it's so bad. Like, I've gone down the deep end of this <laughs> fucking pool. It's out of control. Like, to the point where... So between the Winter Soldier and Civil War, I mean, there was two years. It's a lot of time for people to fig- to decide what they think is going to happen. Especially before Civil War was even announced as the next movie. It was a lot of, like, you know, Bucky comes back and, like, is trying to figure out who he is as a person now that he's not under Hydra's control and, like... But he's not really who he used to be, and blah, 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 blah. And there's a lot of fan fiction where he doesn't like being called Bucky anymore. He goes by James. And that was, like, a big thing in fan fiction. Fair, yeah. Because, like, he was never really James before the war, and so he can kind of take that as his new identity. And so in fucking Civil War, there's that one scene where he's being interrogated by Zemo, 
and Seymour calls him James, and he goes, my name is Bucky, and I'm just like, boom! <laughs> like, I'm dying for reasons that have nothing to do with actual <laughs> canon, and have everything to do with this elaborate world I've this created world in my head. This created. Yeah. I'm like, poor Jordan sitting next to me, like, what the like, fuck is what? going on? I'm just like, don't worry about it. It's fine. I'm just dying. It's okay. Uh, Lord. But yeah, I mean, Marvel... They've basically set it up as a relationship, but because it's two men, they're like, no, they're just friends. It's, it's platonic. Yeah, it's totally platonic. You know, they were each other's best friends, and for in Steve's case, only friend his entire life. He went behind enemy lines with no preparation, and he was just going to fucking walk there to possibly save his best friend who might actually just be dead. Yeah. Good plan. <laughs> yeah. And then said friend, when he is rescued, even though he was tortured and experimented on, is like, and who could go home? He could go home he and be done. He's like, no, I'm going to stay with my best friend. And then I'm going to fall off a train and die. And it's going to be fine. And tragic. And get captured by the Russians. Yeah. And then turned into... Turned to a super soldier. A super soldier. like it's With a just, metal arm. Yeah. And just like the things that they say, like I'm with you to the end of the line, even when I had nothing, I had Bucky. Like all of these things are like, this is a fucking romance, you assholes. <laughs> like just give me a romance already. <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm very bitter, but I know it's never going to happen. That's what fan fiction is for. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So, well, you've been talking a big, you t- talked a little bit uh, about you, that you're writing a book. Mm-hmm. What is your book? Oh, boy. Well, I explain to the people what it is. Oh, boy. I have an elevator pitch that I am terrible at memorizing. <laughs> and it's so bad. S- sell me on it. So, oh. I-, I am looking to pick up your book. Oh, boy, oh, boy. How, how are you selling me on it? Okay, well, there's two ways I could sell you on it. I could sell you the traditional way, which is like, this is what the book is about. Or I could sell it to you the Twitter way, which is like, here are some random things that I know people like and tropes that I know people like. <laughs> this is what you want. Like, there's, a, there's a book that I actually picked up because it was pitched as like, um, the heroine is a black autistic comic book geek. And the hero is based off of Chris Evans. And I'm just like, yep, good enough for me. That's all I need. Um, Okay, so it's... The the tentative title (laughs) is Drawn Together, um, which I literally only came up with the day that I had to submit it to that. Jesus. (laughs) Because I had a working title for so long, and I'm just like, I should actually come up with the title. That is a real title. Okay, so it's drawn together. It's a queer contemporary romance novel uh, about Parker Oswald, who is a disabled war vet who decides to take an art class to rekindle his love of art, and Ellie Simmons, who is a lot of things, but a semi-professional cosplayer uh, who is the model for Parker's art class. And they have to deal with 
the pressure of Ellie's family wanting her to be a doctor and the return of Carter's abusive ex-girlfriend, all while falling in love. Sounds great, honestly. Yes, and so there's lots of, like, just, like, I'm trying to pack it with as much nerdy bullshit as I possibly can. How much angst is in here? Um, I mean, it's not, like, super, super angsty, I don't think. But, like, I have to deal with the fact that Parker was in an abusive relationship for six years. Yeah, you kind of rid yourself into that one. So, like, I can't, like, it can't just all be fluff. Like, he's yeah. dealing with trauma. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to deal with that. And then, I mean, he was in the military for six years, and he was overseas. And, like, he wasn't a soldier, but he was, like, overseas. And he had to yeah, he was like a non-combat role, right? Yeah. Um, but still, like, shit happened, and, like, he's lost a major, like, major use of his dominant arm because of what happened overseas, so, like, he's got a lot of shit he, going He's got on. some baggage. And then there's Ellie, and, like, yeah, she's got some shit, but it's not nearly as <laughs> heavy. So I'm trying to, like, do it justice, but not make it, like, the angstiest thing that's ever happened. Um, but there's, like, yeah, lots of like, talk of fandoms and stuff. So, like, Ellie's a cosplayer, so, like, there's lots of talk about conventions and, like, different fandoms that she's cosplayed. And then Parker uh, did fan art for a long time with, like, different superheroes because that's, like, his big thing is he's super into superheroes. And because it's me, of course, his favorite superhero is Captain America. Yeah. Because... Why not? It's my book. I can do what I want. It's my book. You like what I write. <laughs> yeah. You don't like what you like. You like what I like. Exactly. <laughs> um. So like he's done a lot of like fan art for like DC and Marvel and stuff like that. Um. But he's also created his own superhero. Like when he was a small child of eight, I think I said he was a very small child. He created his own superhero, and he's been like writing stories and drawing art of this character for a very long time and like Parker's ex-girlfriend is also a cosplayer so we get some great oh, drama fine. there too yeah um and like I'll just casually mention in like one scene I remember this because I I was looking for something yesterday and so I just happened to read this scene um like Ellie's wearing a Star Trek shirt and I just kind of like casually mention that because she's a big Star Trek fan and whatever so I'm just like I'm just gonna make this as nerdy as humanly possible and everyone can just fucking deal with that so yeah that's what's happening so with your book uh why go down the romance genre the answer is fan fiction yeah <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> I read... So you're making this so you have a surplus of fanfiction of no. your own thing? I know. <laughs> that's not actually why. <laughs> but that would be great. Like, the thing is, it's like, people don't really write fanfiction about romance novels because, like, yeah. so much of fanfiction there. is shipping, right? Like, you yeah. already have it. But, like, honestly, if someone wrote fanfiction of my book, I would be so fucking happy. <laughs> but no, that's not it. <laughs> It's because I read fanfiction. So I read... I used to read a lot of, like, urban fantasy mm. and, like, like mystery, like... Not even mystery, but, like, forensic mystery kind of stuff. Um, 
because I like CSI and stuff like that. And so there's different you know, book series like that that I've read, but a lot of it was like urban fantasy. And I tentatively tried to write urban fantasy, but I'm very bad at world building. I'm very bad at it. And especially with urban fantasy, it's kind of become saturated. Like it's vampires and werewolves and sometimes magic. And let, like, let, let's be honest, no one's ever going to top the uh, what we do in the shadows. Like, no, that's no one's true. Ever, no one's ever going to do yeah, that. Yeah, like that is like <laughs> that, that's peak. The, that like no lie, that's perfect. It's, it's the perfect so like good. urban fantasy. Like it, it's just regular people, but they're also vampires, and they're just garbage. They're just <laughs> the worst. It's so good. I love it. Um, but yeah, like there's so much. It's just like it's the same thing over and over again, and it's like there's really no new take on vampires or werewolves take. or anything like that. And so the hottest new take was. Twilight, and it was garbage. It was garbage. It was real bad. But anyway, so like, there's really no like new take on that, and I suck at world building, and that's very important in urban fantasy, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know if I can do this. Um, but then I realized that all of the fanfiction that I read is romantic. All the fanfiction I write is romantic. Maybe I should write romance novels. Like, hmm. Crime noir. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, just just, subvert everything. It's just one of those things where it's like, one of the reasons I read fanfiction, like, yes, like, there's so much story building that actually goes into fanfiction. Like, there's so much. I could go on about how great fanfiction is, but we're not going to do that. Um,. But, like, one of my favorite things is just, like, seeing how these characters fall in love. Mm-hmm. That's just, I don't know why, I just, I like it. And when I write, that's what I like writing. And I was just like, maybe I should stop um, hating on romance novels for no reason. Because it's kind of one of those things where it's like, Romance novels have a reputation of being... It's basically the fanfiction of the genre book world where, like, everything's about sex and it's all terrible. And, like, I didn't think that. And, again, there's nothing wrong with anything, like, if it's all about sex. Like, that's not... There's nothing wrong with that. Um, But, like, it definitely had this reputation. And I had tried reading romance novels before, but I didn't really know what I liked and what I was Mm. getting into. And it was just a bad time. Yeah. And, like... Again, there's nothing wrong with Harlequin romances. Like, a lot of people love the shit out of them, and they have a very specific market. But if that's not the kind of market or book that you like, it's really hard to get into. Um, You have to know and understand your demographic if you're going into it. Yes, exactly. So, like, a a Danielle Steele, like, she... She's got the market down. Yeah, she She knows knows exactly who she's writing for. She's writing for my mom... And my grandma. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I mean, I found that so many romance novelists like started reading romance young, and I'm like, I never had that. Like, maybe if my mom had read it, then I would have read it younger, and it would have been fine. But like, I didn't get into it until I was high school or later. And there's so many things. It's the same kind of thing with just like rom coms and other movies in general that I just hate, and it makes me very angry, and I can't deal with it. So. Characters who have known each other for a very short period of time saying that they're in love with each other. Yeah, that's pretty shit. I don't like that. Characters who have no actual reason to fall in love with each other falling in love because 
they're supposed to. Yeah. Mm. Um, using miscommunication as a plot device. Like, there's certain things that I will, like, absolutely <sighs> understand, like, how people act and, yeah. like, how difficult it is to talk yeah. about real things. And that's fine. But when it's, like, this could be cleared up in a five-second conversation, but you make it, like, the whole big point... I can't do it. There, there's that whole trope of just talk to each other, right? And mm-hmm. all that is just—it's frustrating. It is real frustrating. It is. So there was like those kinds of things are particularly common in like Harlequin style romance novels, and so like I just avoided them for so long because those things make me angry. Um, and then when I decided to start writing romance, I'm like, hmm, I should probably actually read romance novels. Because it would be pretty shitty of me to try and write a romance novel having never read one. Yeah. Um, so this was when I was still in Edmonton. And I, so I had a library card. And I was like, I'll get a few ebooks out from the library. But because, again, I didn't know what I was looking for. I just, I was like, I'll just pull some Harlequin romance novels. And then I can, like, because I'm, I'm not trying to read them to enjoy them. I'm reading them to see... The flow of how the books go because fan fiction is different. You can get away with not having a conflict mm-hmm. in your fan fiction. People won't care, but you cannot yeah. do that in romance novels. Yeah. You uh, need to have some sort of conflict. You need to have the black moment. You need to have all that stuff. I was like, I'll just read it for the structure, and I couldn't. It made me so angry. I just, I, no, it was bad. So I don't even remember how this happened. But I stumbled across... Oh, no. It's because there's this website called Smart Bitches Trashy Books <laughs> who just review romance novels. And I originally... I don't know how I found it, but I did find it. And I would like... I read all of the, like, bad grades reviewed books because it was just so funny. Because people... Like, I enjoy people tearing shitty things apart. Yeah. So I had so much fun with that. But then they also have... Um, a place where you can send them, like, or ask them for requests. And so I was like, hey, I'm looking for, you know, something with, like, nerdy characters or something. I don't remember exactly what I said, but they sent me a few recommendations. And there was one that happened to be a free ebook, And I devoured it in, like, a day. And I loved the shit out of it. And I was like, oh, okay, so I just need to find more of this. Here's what you're looking for, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I very I started very much in, like, just looking at, like, novels with nerdy characters. And I have since expanded past that. And now it's like, okay, I know more of, like, what style of book I like and what style of writing I like and what tropes I know I don't like. And so it's a lot easier for me to find books I like. And now I own several hundred romance ebooks that I haven't read a lot of them because I'm bad at life. But yeah, I own more romance novels than I own any other genre <laughs> at all. So there you go. All because of fanfiction. <laughs> God damn fanfics. Yep. That reminds yep. me, like, I, it's well known within our friend group, I'm the sports guy. Mm-hmm. So you know what's the weirdest fucking thing? Coming across sports fan fiction. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. So real, so real people, yeah, fan fiction and all that, and it's always weird. It's always 
fucking weird because it's it, it's real people. It's real fucking people. I was just like, can you guys just leave them alone or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, please. Like, I think I like I I I always tried to avoid reading those ones because mm-hmm. they were all they're all awful, just fucking weird garbage. Yeah. Uh, the strange strangest one I like I just read like. The description, mm-hmm. like synopsis, kind of thing, is like of two players from the Florida Panthers get. It's like a slash fic between mm-hmm. them, and they get like a beach house that they also turn into a barbecue place. Amazing. Also, but I think there was also a murder there. Mm, so course. mystery. Ooh. Very exciting. <laughs> I just saw it as like. This would be neat if you weren't using real fucking people. Yeah, exactly. There's um, this one fic author that I follow on Tumblr who I really like, and she's friends with this other author um, who, like, I've read her stuff, but, like, I'm not as into it because there's definitely some things that she writes that I'm not a fan of. Like, she had this one that was, like, probably one of the most popular things that she's written, and that's in the Stucky fandom. But Bucky was 17 years old and Steve was his teacher. And I'm just like, no. Nope. I can't. Uh Uh-uh. For so many reasons, I can't. But, like, so many people love this fic. And I'm just like, no thank you. So I have not followed her because of that. But apparently she also writes Chris Evans, Sebastian Stan, uh, real person fic. And so... She stands for it. Yes. (laughs) Terrible. That's the worst one. It was re-logged onto my dashboard because of this other this author that I follow and like I read the description and it was like it would have been so good like if it was like, if it just anything, wasn't real people yeah it would have been so good and I'm just like why why would you hate me this way <laughs> like I want to if this was this. their characters it would be fine yeah but since it's not fuck off <laughs> yeah and it's just so awful and what's so this is kind of a tangent um, but it is related. So there is on <laughs> on wrestling. We talked about this. Um, there is a moment where Alexa Bliss was flirting with Elias. Yeah. And Jordan goes, "I wonder how, uh, how long it takes for there to be fan fiction of this." And then I was just like, "Oh my god, there there is wrestling fanfic. Like there has to be." And so I was trying so hard to find it because I'm like, "Okay, real person fic? No, not real person fic." TV shows? No, not in TV shows. What else would it be? There's like a weird like celebrities and other things. No, it's not in there. It's un- it's in the uncategorized section because they don't have a wrestling because one. Because there's well, the uncategorized one is just things that don't like they don't have like it's not a book, it's not a TV show, it's not like whatever. And so podcasts are in there. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Um, so, like, the Adventure Zone has a lot of Okay, yeah. I mean, there is, like, also just other podcasts. But the, the Adventure Zone primarily is one um, that I've actually read, yeah. which is fine because fictional characters. Um, but then, yeah, there's uh, the New Japan Wrestling has stuff in there. Um, there's, like, three or four other wrestling ones that I don't remember. And then there's, like, the big WWE... One, there's so much fan fiction there. And, like, I don't know how to feel about it because, like, technically they're real people, but they're also kind of But they're of portraying characters. characters. Uh, they're portraying the character version of themselves. Yeah. So a I haven't read any of it because I don't know how to feel about it. I'm like, I don't know. 
It's this weird null zone where it's like you're 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 on thin ice. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's weird, but uh, I think it does get sometimes does get a little too close to real person thick um, because they play with the fact that wrestling is fake. Is fake. Um, and there's a lot of fake dating fix, which honestly is like the most perfect. Like honestly, I don't know why I didn't think about it sooner because that is a thing that happens in wrestling. You fake date someone, yep. and then in the case of Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, you real date Actually, them and then get married. Yeah, but that is a thing that happens. You fake date <laughs> with your wrestling personas, but then obviously your real life. And then sometimes it gets <laughs> down some. Uh, real rough roads looking at Edge leaving Matt Hardy. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bad times. But yeah, so it's like, of course, of course wrestling is going to have fake dating. Like, that is truly the greatest use of the premise of wrestling. Man, how weird does things work in wrestling? Because, look, look at it this way. Edge got a promotion for being a home wrecker. Like, he was on his way to the top of the card. And, like, that's so fucking strange to me. Like, uh, OS, uh, I was listening to OSW Reviews not long ago. They were talking about the 93 Rumble and how uh, in Shawn Michaels versus Marty Jannetty, Jannetty, uh, uh, like, Shawn threw him into the ring post mm-hmm. and he, like, hit his right shoulder, mm-hmm. but he was selling his left. Oh. So Sean had to account for that, hit him again into the post with his left, so it really didn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and Sean was so mad about that that he got Janetti fired for it. Oh my like, god. He, like, the next night, uh, Janetti was apparently just, like, he was just, like, taking a nap in the locker room, and Sean told, uh, I think maybe Vince, mm-hmm. that... Janetti was passed out drunk in the locker room oh. and they fired him. Oh. And like <laughs> And then Mr. Perfect was like, dude, he was just sleeping. Like Sean was fibbing the entire time and Janetti got hired back three months later and took Sean's title, but Sean was moving up the card, so it didn't matter. Oh my god. Wrestling is stupid. <laughs> I love it because it's so dumb. Um, but yeah, so wrestling fanfiction is a weird thing. Because like they it's play the weird with that. Zone. They play with that. It's like, okay, yes, these are your characters. But also, in real life, you're also following them out. So I'm like, I don't know if like, I can mm, do I'm this. So um, but yeah, I mean, really. I know there was a lot of shippers last year during the mixed match. Uh, mm. Mixed match. Mm-hmm. Mixed Match challenge, yes. especially for Braun Strowman and Alexa oh, Bliss. No, that no, <laughs> terrifying. There's a lot of Elias and Bailey fic because of that. Weird. Actually. Oh yeah, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I was like, I was looking because I was just curious. I was like, there's Let's a lot of Bailey and what... Finn. Yes, which also I understand now because Ty was telling me about. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, like, I didn't know about the Mixed Match stuff while I was looking, so I was just curious. I was like, because the most popular ship 
is Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. <laughs> a fucking course. And then it's Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. The and big then girl. it's all three of them. It's oh, the next fun. one. So I was just curious. Not Seth and Roman. I, I don't know. Piece, that one. I don't know. So I was probably going they were through. champs. Because um, on AO3 they have like. The, I can't even remember. It's like 10 ships or whatever, like the most popular ones. And Elias wasn't on there. And I was just kind of curious, like, what? What kind of ships has Elias Does been Elias in? Elias and then I see, like, all of this Elias and Bailey, and I'm just like, why is this happening? And then after I found out about the Mixed Match Challenge, I'm like, oh, okay, this makes a lot more sense now. Because <laughs> I was just like, this seems out of nowhere. But okay, sure, it makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird, a weird place, but whatever. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, you know what? Let's go in. Look, I don't have it written down here, but let's go into it a little bit. Sure. What got you into wrestling? How did Jordan get you in? That's the real. That's the real answer here. The thing is, I'm not even 100 percent sure. Like, there's been a few like little small things that have happened, but I don't know how they have culminated in where I am now. So when Jordan and I were first dating, he was going to the university and he was in, I think it was a theater class or something like that. And one of the assignments he had to do was go to. Uh, the galaxy and watch one of their like live performances that they they stream or whatever and then he has to write something on it and there was some sort of wrestling pay-per-view happening that they were playing at the galaxy and so Jordan asked his professor if he was allowed to do that and the professor was like well I guess it does count as a live performance so sure so Jordan and I went to the galaxy to watch some sort of wrestling pay-per-view. I think it might have been WrestleMania. I honestly Because that's like the only thing they show. I don't remember. I just remember how intense it was and like how I had like a surprisingly good time watching it. Um, and so then that was kind of it. And, and various times throughout our relationship like Jordan has like told me random wrestling things or like showed me clips of things happening or like whatever like promos with Randy Savage just fucking coked out of his brain or like you know different things like that and then he showed me a video this some dude on the internet had compiled a whole bunch of videos and, like, footage from New Japan Wrestling that told the story of the Golden Lovers. Was this by Super Eyepatch Wolf? I have no idea. I, were, were they Irish? I honestly don't remember. Damn. I just remember. Because I, I remember Eyepatch Wolf did a video of uh, on the Golden Lovers and, like, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to look at the title of it. Uh, sure. Super... Nope, not super Euro beat. <laughs> there you are. Uh, where are you? You are one of the popular videos, I remember, but you're not up there. Uh, give me a second. I'm not derailing this at all. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, why professional wrestling is fascinating. That's the video. 
No. I'm not sure if it's that one. No, I don't think it was. I think this one was very specifically like titled about the Golden Lovers. But again, I don't remember. Anyways, and so like at this point, this was only a little while ago because like uh, I was friends with you already and like you had talked about different wrestling things. Every now and then. And yeah, and so like I had heard of the Golden Lovers before. And then Jordan showed me this video and I was just like, oh my god, it's a fucking romance novel. Like, it has all of, like, the story beats. It has everything. Like, the newbie from America. Get, well, America oh, Canada. Canada he, he's from Winnipeg. Yes, he is. Spain. Getting, like, uh, taken under the wing of the more experienced wrestler. <laughs> and then, like, them becoming a tag team. And, like, all of this stuff with them, like, breaking up. And then, like, them reconciling. evil. Oh, yeah. And just, like, the Bullet Club. And, like, all of this shit. And, yeah, the thing is, like, I didn't realize that Bullet Club was, like, a wrestling thing. And I didn't realize that it was a New Japan thing until that fucking video. And I'm like, oh, I now understand. Uh, yeah, and it's just like, this is, like, a fucking romance novel. And that is what started my quest. They even kiss a bunch. There was That's only the one. Golden Lovers. There was only one that I saw of them kissing. But, like, that's the thing. is like, I was sitting here thinking, like, okay, Japan uses the word lovers in a different context than Americans do. And it's also Japan, and it's also wrestling. They're not going to be actual, like, lovers. They're not going to be a couple. And then they fucking kiss, and I was just like... Oh. Oh, I see. We are going this way. Um, I mean, WWE did kind of... Have something on the lines that with Chuck Palumbo and fucking Billy Gunn, where their their whole gimmick was their game love each other. Oh. But they're also heels, so that makes them bad. I don't. I'm not gonna Fuck Vince start with that. But the point is, that started my whole quest to find a wrestling romance novel. <laughs> um. And then, yeah, from, I don't even know where it got to the point where I was like, yeah, we should watch WrestleMania. Or maybe it was Jordan who suggested it. I truly don't remember. But, like, he had shown me, like, because he has, like, the, he illegally has uh, WWE 2K18. And so, like, he's shown me some stuff with it. Um, and so we watched WrestleMania. And I got super into it. And I was like, I should start watching Raw and SmackDown. But I have no way of watching it. And I don't want to, like... Cody's... Like, I use Cody as, like, a streaming kind of thing. But it's been weird lately. And we don't have cable. And I'm not going to pay money for the WWE Network or whatever the fuck. You have to go through Rogers to get it here. It's fucking bullshit. Oh, good. Even better. So it's just like, hey, whatever, I guess we'll just, like, not. Um, and then, so then I just kind of, like, fell off of it. And then there were several other pay-per-views that happened in between that we never watched. But then Money in the Bank happened. And we're like, let's watch Money in the Bank. Um, and I don't think we even watched it. We didn't watch it when it happened. I don't remember anymore, but we watched that one. And I really enjoyed it. And then I was like, okay, well, let's... What were some of the other... 
pay-per-views that happened around this. We watched Fastlane, and then whatever the other one is, it's like the lead-up to... There there was Fastlane and Elimination Chamber. Yeah, Elimination Chamber, that was the other one, yeah. Yeah. And so we watched both of those, and then it was like right before SummerSlam happened. And there was some matches that I was interested in watching. And so we watched SummerSlam, and then I'm like, okay, no, I need to find some fucking way to watch Raw and SmackDown, because this was so fucking good. And so I found a website that is probably pretty shady, but I've got script blockers and ad blockers, so... <laughs> I might know this site. <laughs> uh, so I've been watching it pretty consistently since then. But I don't even know, like, it was just a few different things, like, especially WrestleMania, like, Finn Balor coming out in his Balor Club for Everyone stuff, which was really cool. Because it's one of those things where it's like, I know that not everything with rainbows is gay, but my brain goes, rainbows, it must be gay. Um, so when he came out and like his shirt and like his boots and everything had the rainbows on it, and I'm like, hey, no, I'm not going to assume it's because of like gay pride or anything. I'm not going to whatever. But then they're like, oh, no, this is actually it. And this I was is just actually like, a pride thing. Oh, okay. So then I immediately fell in love with Finn Balor. And then Seth Rollins, even though I don't watch The Walking Dead, he fucking comes well, out. Well, that's The Walking Dead, The Game of Thrones, yeah. yeah. He fucking comes out, like... With the White Walker yeah. stuff. And that looks like, cool as shit. like, oh no, I kind of like him. And then at SummerSlam, he was dressed up as Thanos, and I'm like, oh no, I love him too. <laughs> like, what a goddamn nerd comes out dressed like Thanos. I mean, uh, Johnny Gargano uh, had a Thor Ragnarok... Uh, outfit. Amazing. Oh, man, Johnny's the best. That's so good. Have, have you, like, looked into NXT stuff? Because, like... really. Oh. To be fair, to to be honest, I think Raw and SmackDown have been kind of garbage for a bit. But uh, NXT has just been on fire with its storytelling. Like, Johnny Gargano's literal odyssey <laughs> going from, like... Jobbing out to people to becoming literally a god, more or less. <laughs> like um, his feud with Andrade Cien Almas, and then the the return of Tommaso Ciampa, who like attacked him after like they lost their tag team championships. He betrayed him in that whole story. I'm surprised that's not like a massive ship at this point. Amazing. Uh, that's so good. I also realized another thing that Jordan would show me is New Day videos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're New amazing. Day are gods. Like, also, like, they are big nerds as well. Like, he showed me the one where they all came out as, like, uh, Super Saiyans. Super Saiyans. And I was like, mm, yes. I love them. Uh, fucking one of the funniest things. Uh, I think it was WrestleMania 32 or 33. It might have been 30, 33 because they were hosting that year. Uh,. Uh, just before, like, a couple weeks before, uh, a sex tape came out with, uh, New Day's Xavier Woods mm. and Paige, and mm. the guy who wasn't a part of the company anymore, Brad Maddox, mm-hmm. uh, and... I, I was expecting the worst for Xavier, mm-hmm. but they, like... <laughs> Like, the week after that comes out, like, they have a little, like, vignette kind of thing, uh, a promo thing, where, like, it, it just starts with Xavier, like, it, the camera's just on Xavier, mm-hmm. and he's just, like, looking dead serious, and then, like, like starts to zoom out, and, then, like, the rest of the New Day is there, like, 
So, Xavier, uh, you got something you want to talk about? <laughs> and then it's just like signs for a minute. WrestleMania! <laughs> like, you fucking people. Normally people get shit canned over shit yeah. like this now. But, it's, but like, just because they move merch mm-hmm. and stuff like that, they can get away with anything they want to anymore. So many people it's love that. It's so amazing. Wonderful. But yeah, and I just, it's one of those things, like, wrestling is so dumb. It's so dumb. And that is why I love it. Like, and also, I mean, you have to be an amazing athlete to do a lot of this stuff. Um, So I definitely appreciate that. But I just mainly love how goddamn stupid it is. And it's so good. Like, uh, it's great. Like, only only in wrestling can axe handles, not axes, just the handles, are a viable weapon. Yep. <laughs> like, not baseball bats, but kendo sticks. Yep. Man. It's, it's like, fine. Okay. It's fine. And also, only in wrestling would three people get arrested and then be able to come back less than three hours later <laughs> driving the police van. <laughs> if they stole it or something, it's... Ah, oh, they're the best. It's, it's so truly fucking wonderful. dumb. I love it so much. It's good. Uh, moving back to books. Sure, yeah. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite author and your favorite book or series? Oh, Lord in heaven. Oh, gonna... That's such a hard question. Oh, liver punch of a question. Oh, Christ. Uh, boy. What do I fucking read? It's one of those things where it's like, I could list like ten. Well, if you, if you want to just list off a couple people. Okay, um, so I really easy. like Annabeth Albert. She was one of the first that I found because she has a series uh, called Hashtag Gamers. And it's about these gay couples who meet uh, while working on... A video game and I mean like some of them don't actually work for the company but just different things like that and so that kind of like got me into she's one of the ones that like got me more into romance novels and then she has like a few other series um she's got like a military that's such a big fucking thing like military romances yeah. are such a thing um so she's got that series that I really enjoy and she has like this other one that it's like Basically just a coffee shop AU. Like, that is the entire fucking series. And it's great, and I love it. Um, And she's really good at, like, although all of the pairings are men, not all of them are gay. Like, like, she's had uh, bisexual characters, pansexual characters, demisexual characters. She had a gender-fluid character. Um... So, yes. And she's just just generally good, interesting stories. And then there's uh, Megan Erickson, who I also found because she had, like, a nerdy series. A lot of these are when I was still trying to just find, like, nerdy romance novels. Um, what the hell was that series? How did it even start? It was video game stuff again. Um... And Tumblr. It was hilarious. It was the first one, the main character, the female main character, um, 
watched like BDSM porn uh, gifts on Tumblr. Fun. <laughs> and then she gets caught by who she thinks is like the IT guy, but is actually like the head of the company. <laughs> weird but but whatever so she has like that nerdy series but then she has a few other ones um and she actually mostly writes like mf stuff but she's had she has a couple so she's one series of mm um and she also has like a vampire series and i'm generally try like i try to avoid paranormal romance for the same reasons that i've been avoiding urban fantasy but I really like her take on things. Um, and then, oh, this was so heartbreaking. She co-wrote a series that was probably one of my favorite series. And if this was several months, this was six months ago, this would have been a much easier question to answer. Because it was my favorite series. It was so good. And it was like, they had self-published it. And it was like, about... Um, like YouTube personalities, kind of like the first one was one character uh, was a Twitch streamer, <laughs> and like he played video games and he met his partner online mm-hmm. before they met in person, and then there was one where two of the mods for that first character's Twitch channel ended up meeting in person and falling in love, and one of them was like a fan artist, and like just like exactly what I love. Like, nerdy and queer, and it was great. And they're happy. And it was so fucking good. And it was kind of the thing that was like, this is what I aspire to write. And then it turns out the co-author was, like, emotionally abusing people and, like, gaslighting people and, Mm. like, all kinds of things. And I was just like, okay... (laughs) We were rooting for you. Yeah, and so now you can't buy those books anymore because Megan Erickson took them all down because she's like, well, I'm not going to like let yeah. them get profits off of this. Um, and so that was just like a kick in the fucking teeth. So it would have been that. It would have been that series. Goddamn. Um, that, that's a real tragedy. It is. Um... And then there was one, like, the series was okay, but there was one book that I read. It was an FF roller derby romance. Holy Sounds fuck. Right, it right. was so good. I was just like, yes, What was that one roller derby movie? Whiplash? No, that was, that was the, uh, Whiplash was that, uh... It had something was to it do with... Well, was I know that it had, um... I know two movies. I, I know there's one movie called Whiplash. Yes, I know, which is not that movie at all. But it has, um, what's her fucking face? Oh no, why can't I remember her name? (sighs) From Juno, she's a lesbian. Come on, brain, Uh, you can do it. Ellen Page? Yes, Ellen Page. It had Ellen Page in it. Whip it, that's what it was. So very close. Yeah, very, very close. close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was very briefly like super into roller derby, 
Um, so to have this FF roller derby novel come into my life was great. Um, and like, there's just a bunch of authors that I like, just kind of like their writing style. It's not necessarily like their books aren't necessarily my favorite, but like I enjoy Enjoy how they write their books. Yeah, and like I'll buy their books. And actually a couple of them, the one who wrote that roller derby novel, um, and then another author that I really like, um, they're partnering with several other authors to write um, a shared universe of just all FF novels. Final Fantasy. Yes, Final Fantasy. (laughs) Um, And so I'm like so pumped for that because fucking, I mean, so lesbic is what it's generally called, although that's a very broad term because that doesn't include anyone who's technically not a lesbian. Yeah. Like it's hard and fast. Yeah. But that's so FF. Um, but it's so fucking expensive. Like, ebooks, most ebooks, especially for romance, you can get for $5 or under. Unless it's like new, then it's gonna be a little bit more expensive, but whatever. Like, less than $10. Lesbic is almost always over $10 for ebooks. Fuck. Always. And it's like, I'm not gonna try out a new author that I don't know if I have to spend $10. Because, like, I may as well just buy a physical copy of a book then so it's really hard to get into ff but like they're because they're self-publishing it they can set the prices and because i know i like at least two of the authors already i'll buy their books and kind of like go from there so i'm excited for that but it's just like why why are you depriving me of this how dare you do this yeah it's so stupid like and i understand like Theoretically, I understand why. It's because straight women will read MF and they'll read MM. But don't give them fucking lesbians because they are not into that. And it's just like... Please. You can skip the sex scenes if they make you uncomfortable. But like... It's just people falling in love the same as every other goddamn book you read. Oh, but it's different because it's two women. Yeah, so... Yeah, so Lesbic has a much smaller market because of that. Because the majority of romance readers are straight women. So, yeah. Lesbic is very hard to find at a reasonable price. And it's just like, I'm struggling so hard. Constantly to try and find more. Ugh. It's an adventure. Yeah. I don't know. And then there's... The last one that I have to give a shout out to what, uh, is Kathy Yardley. Um, because she's the one that wrote the first romance novel. That nerdy one that I was like, oh, I actually do like romance novels. <laughs> um, she has a series called Fandom Harps. That, I mean, that tells you... That kind of told me everything I need. Yeah. So there's... What was it? Four now? At least four books in this series that are out that are, like, focused around nerdy things. Like, there's the first one. uh, The girl works at a video game company. And her... That her love interest also works at. And they help... uh, 
these girls make a video game to put into a contest to meet their favorite actors. And then the second book in the series is one of the those fans actually meets her like one of her favorite celebrities and then for reasons they have to fake date because everyone has date their celebrities that, that's just how that works yeah. yes I mean there's a, there's a lot more to that story that makes it make more sense but like to reduce it down to bare bones. the bare bones yeah. um, and then there's one where this girl like she runs and owns um like a car repair garage kind of thing with her brother um but she also makes cosplays on the side and for reasons her brother's best friend needs to come back and help her and then they obviously fall in love because of forced proximity great times and so much of it is like her making her cosplay in time for a convention and then there's one that's out that i haven't read yet um but i'm pretty sure it's called like what happens at con or something so it's just oh boy that there's a lot of baggage in that one yeah so yes she has like a bunch of other stuff that i've never read but like i have to give her a shout out because she's what got me down this path in the first place Oh boy! Yeah, I think that's all I have for I think you. That's all, all there is. Uh, hmm. Let's start wrapping this up. Okay. So, uh, what what was your favorite moment between like us? Oh or, Jesus! Lord. I guess, with the group, even. You're making me remember things. That's the point of this. I know. You must remember. <laughs> remember who you are. Okay, sure. Disney references, why not? Um, I don't know if I have like a specific memory. But like just the fact that like, we all are friends now. Like, I... Because, like, we have so much in common. Like, even just, like, little... Like, me and Tanner and me and Lindsay and me and you. Just, like, just like really random things. Just different aspects of our personality kind of just, like, match up. And so it's just nice that I can... I have these people that I can talk to about these things mm-hmm. now. Like, I can talk to you about wrestling. And I can talk to... Tanner about I don't know issues in the world and stuff like that and like weird fandom things mm-hmm. I don't know yes I don't know if I have like a specific one I feel like if I had been able to go to anime song with you guys last summer yeah that probably would have been up there but yeah. that all fell apart yeah that there we won't go into that though uh, sad yeah. Sad times. No, a lot of my favorite things were just like whenever we were coming home from club and then just like we would park outside your place <laughs> yeah. and just talk for like another three hours or so. Yeah, that's always a good time. I really like that too. Yes, 
I agree. That's where we just learn a lot about each yes, other. It's, it's, it's cars at nighttime. It's one of those things. It's like long road trips, sleepovers, and then just like cars at night. <laughs> That's where you learn about your friends. Yeah. For some reason. So yes, that is, yes, I agree. That's good. Uh, and final question is... What are your plans for the future? Oh, Jesus. What does the future entail for you? That is a loaded fucking question. Uh, theoretically, and hopefully, it's having my book fucking finished <laughs> and published. Um, I mean, the goal is to finish this draft in the next few months, be able to edit it, and then I'm kind of waffling between sending it directly back to that editor who had requested it from the pitch contest and also potentially sending it out to a few different agents and kind of seeing from there. Um, yeah, and then if that does happen, I've got five other books in this series in my brain to work on. And then I have... Uh, very vague wrestling <laughs> romance oh, novel ideas. Boy. I mean, when I find out that there's fake dating, for like I have to, I have to use that. I have to. It, it it's too good to pass up on. Um, and then I've got like vague roller derby novel ideas, and like I have too many ideas in my brain that hopefully eventually will all be written. And people can read them in real life. That is the plan. I don't... Yeah. That's all I've got. That's all I've got. Finish this fucking book. Well, what, what, what would you say is your... Hopefully ETA on that? When do you think I'm it'll be done? I'm bad at ETAs. Uh, because I... As evidenced by this entire podcast, I talk too much. <laughs> and it is the same when I am writing. So I'm nowhere near the word count that I thought I was going to be at. So, like, maybe I can hope for being done this draft by the end of this year. Um, well, you said that last year. <laughs> I said that last year. Exactly. So, who the fuck knows? It'll happen when it happens, huh? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting there. It's just several thousand words longer than I originally anticipated it being. So, if I'd stuck to my original word count goal, I would have been done ages ago. But yeah. Plans change. Yeah, yeah, they do. I get very verbose and wordy. And then I realize, oh, I need to include this scene, and oh, I need to include this scene, and then suddenly I've got like 10 extra scenes that I hadn't planned for. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully this year, but again, who the fuck knows? I sure don't. <laughs> really, who, who even does? Uh, well, I guess that does it for us here. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> Where can people find you? Because I know you just oh, launched your site. Sweet lord. So Plug many your places. Shit. Okay, so I have a website. It's JacquelineDuchek.com. 
But no one's going to know how to spell that. So I'm going to spell that. It's J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E-D-U-C-Z-E-K dot com. Um, I'm on Instagram at Jacqueline Ducek. I'm on Facebook at Jacqueline Ducek. And I'm on Twitter at Jackie Ducek because there weren't enough characters to put my full name. Ah. Recipes. So, yeah. On all of those things, I do generally, I try to keep up with, uh, writing hashtag games on Twitter. Um, and then every Wednesday I post a blog post on my website about my book or random bullshit related to writing and Instagram is just random pictures of things so yeah whatever you want <laughs> whatever you like in Facebook right now is mostly just uh, an amalgamation of all of those things <laughs> so do with that what you will okay then so that does it for you. Uh, if you want to fall for more of SFNOTR, which is a fucking great acronym, I'm <laughs> glad I came up with that one. I'm proud of it. Uh, you can check us more out on the Superfund Network. We're on Twitter at RealSFN because Superfund Network was taken. And same, same deal. Mm-hmm. Same dealio. Mm-hmm. Uh, check us on, out on Facebook at the Superfund Network. Find us on Instagram as well at Superfun Network. Uh, if you want to send us an email for Superfun Podcast, you can do that at the Superfun Network at gmail.com. That's the Superfun Network at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me, Jackie, once again. And that does it here. Good night. Bye.